0: Seekers, joy givers, anyone looking for an infusion of joy, you've come to the right place. My name is Deb McGregor, and I'm your host for Live Joy, Share Joy. Friends, in case you haven't noticed, it is the winter season. And one thing I love about the winter is all of the festivals that we have going on. And you know what is so fascinating is that we have an opportunity to even have a winter festival for the Lord. This can be a time of dedication and renewal. I was so inspired with a conversation that I was having with Jill Torgerson. About this because of what she's been doing around this, that I said, Jill, you've got to come on the air and talk to us about this concept of the winter festival. Friends, it is my pleasure to welcome to the show Jill Torgerson. Welcome to the show, Jill. Happy to be here. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know, you and I actually just recently met. It right. hasn't even been that long. And you started talking about, oh, the fact that you're a retired pastor and you work with a glow and you're doing all these things. And then you started talking about this winter festival. I'm like, you've got to come on the radio and talk about this. So, Jill, first, let's talk a little bit about you and your fascinating call to becoming a pastor in the first place,
1: because this was not the norm. No, I had worked in the pipeline industry for 17 years, and I was becoming bored with it. And I thought, uh, I need my own um, purpose and God's purpose in me. This just wasn't doing it um, with the pipeline and chasing all over the United States. So anyway, I was frustrated, and I said, Lord, will you show me um, what you would want me to do? So that very night, I had a dream, and it was a God dream. It's the kind, it's in color, and you never forget it. And I was driving my work pickup in the country, and I came upon a little country church with a white steeple and white clapboard siding and there were cars in front of it. And Holy Spirit told me, he said, pull in. I want you to walk in in there and join them. And I said, okay. And I did walk in there and the people were all sitting in their pews and they appeared to be waiting for something. And, And I walked a little further and I noticed there's no pastor. And so Holy Spirit said, that's what I want you to do. And I was in my 50s. And I had been raised to think that women should never go into ministry because that's a man's call and job, and yet you can't say no to God. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I said yes, and I went the very next day to my pastor, and he said, I've seen that uh, on you for a long time. So he said, I will help you and endorse you and get you started immediately. And so a few years later, uh, here I was with my first call, and I've, had, I've served eight churches since.
0: Wow, that's amazing. And in serving the different churches, has this been mainly in the region of northern Minnesota, or have you been all over?
1: No, it's it's mainly been in um, northern Minnesota, Beltrami and Clearwater County, Polk, three counties. Wow,
0: fantastic.
1: And interim type thing, because at my age, I thought, well, I can't sign up for 20 years. So And, and yet long. here
0: God is just using you no matter what, right? Because this is one of the things, whether he calls us to be a pastor or to work in healing ministry, whatever, our Mm -hmm. we all have a call, right? And I think that's one of the things that you talk about all the time with people. So one of the things that, um, well, there are a couple of things that you had told me that really inspired me about you. One is that you've done a lot of mission work, even overseas, Mm -hmm. but also specifically about this concept of the Winter Festival of Dedication and Renewal. So let's talk a little bit about some of the mission work you've done, and then let's get into that. Let's get into that renewal.
1: Well, I like to go to countries where I can live just like the people live, and I will go and live and stay in gulags and eat whatever they put before me. Uh, sometimes there is no plumbing facilities. Sometimes we have to carry water. It doesn't matter. Uh, I want to. I want to get the living uh, with them down and hear their stories. And then there's always, uh, that, will you pray for me? Will you pray for me? I need healing. I need healing. These are impoverished countries, and they have no access to any kind of doctors or hospitals or clinics or anything like that. So they believe in healing. And in one of the, one of the times in Peru, this lady came to me and she said, I've been born blind, I, this was through an interpreter, of course. And I said, "Oh, we will pray for you." And I heard later she was completely healed of her blindness. Praise, praise, praise be to praise God. Praise the
0: Lord. That is, I love these kind of testimonies mm-hmm. because it is true. It's God's true. healing power exists today. It is yes, and it's so fascinating because I, you know, the Lord tells us in Scripture, you know, if one among you is sick, bring him to the elders to be prayed over. And I believe that so often we immediately go to other things. And I know that was something I felt really strongly about in raising my children is we we go to the divine physician first.
1: Absolutely.
0: Obviously, there may be a need for other physicians. It's Mm -hmm. not that there may not be that because sometimes God works through those people also. Mm hmm. But it is so clear scripturally that we can start with our divine physician.
1: I love this. And to ask, not to be afraid to ask. Yes, amen, amen. And I'll not have the feeling that, well, God will do it if he wants to. No, ask.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I was curious about uh, you talked about when you're ministering with people, being with the people. Did you notice, like, there's this piece of people being so spiritually rich? in other countries where they don't have all the distraction of
1: all Uh, the other things. Absolutely. Um, And it's not a show. It's not entertainment. It's nothing. It's all because of the love of the Lord and total dependence upon Him. Mm -hmm. They have nothing else to depend upon.
0: Yeah. Amen. I love this. I love this. So gradually you started to have this awakening around uh, John chapter 10, verses 22 to 33 Mm -hmm. and you got this vision about this winter festival of dedication and renewal talk to us about Mm -hmm. that and because this is like a big thing
1: it is a big thing and i i was just reading in one day and i noticed the winter festival and then i as i studied later it does tie in with hanukkah Mm -hmm. and some people ask well we are christian do we celebrate hanukkah well jesus did he did, and he didn't outlaw this, the festivals, and it's a time of joy. But to, to celebrate, there was no mourning or fasting allowed in this time period, and it was a time of deliverance uh, for the God's people and a restoration of the temple. And for us, our temple is within us, a temple of the Holy Spirit. And so what he wants to come in and do is cleanse our temple, purify it, have us rededicate our lives him and all of this in a part of celebrate, and in their celebration time back in Jesus' day, in fact, they uh, sang songs and praised and worshiped and played games and feasted. They had fun, fun, fun too, which is fun. It's uh, it wasn't a solemn occasion,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: which hey, festival, celebrate,
0: yeah, absolutely. Well. And there's a lot to celebrate with the Lord. And I think sometimes, like, we can have a strong reverence for the Lord, but that doesn't mean we can't also have fun. And Mm -hmm. I often envision the Lord laughing with us, like, as we're doing these things. He talks to us about coming to Him as a child. Mm -hmm. And I think about that, like, childlike laughter almost sometimes, and that curiosity and that discovery. And why wouldn't we want to experience those things in a winter festival?
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and we especially need it in the winter months. <laughs> we, need,
0: we need something, Jill. That's I'm right. Not, I'm not sure. So
1: let's talk a little bit more
0: about the delivering when the Lord delivers and heals people and faithful to them. That feels like mm-hmm. a big mouthful, but let's mm-hmm. let's dig into that first concept a little bit more.
1: Well, deliverance is a, is a concept of a. Uh, Delivering us from old mindsets, old traditions, old teachings. Sometimes uh, it can be deliverance from demonic things, but it can be just of old ways. Jesus had to come, and it, this was a festival of something that occurred 160 years before Christ came, and yet he was celebrating it because the temple was restored. The unbelievers, were, you know, were kicked out by mm-hmm. the, the warriors and deliverance was given to them to restore their freedom and was a freedom fighters, what they, they call themselves, mm-hmm, the Maccabean mm-hmm. freedom fighters. And so that means, um, hey, they had to do something. Yeah. And that was declare, hey, <laughs> declare what they are and that the temple be cleansed and restored. And it was important. Mm. And so our temple is very important and, and sometimes it needs to be cleansed, purified And refilled.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that. Cleansed, purified, refilled. So what are the ways that we do that cleansing, purifying, and refilling?
1: Well, that's uh, come before the Lord and say, Father, if there's anything in me that doesn't give you glory or that grieves you, Holy Spirit, who lives inside of us as believers, make me aware of what those things are. Sometimes we're not aware. Mm -hmm. And then we trust him to show us. It might be the words we say, the movies we watch, the <laughs> programs, the music we listen to. It might be a number of different things that he will let you know if yes. you ask.
0: Amen. And
1: then, yeah, we relinquish those things. And then we ask the Lord to come in and cleanse us by the blood of Christ and by the washing of the word. And then the purifying comes by the blood of Christ and purifies us from all of this and then we need to come to a place of, Father, I just rededicate myself to you now and to your ways, your will, your purposes in my life. Might not be easy, but you know, through Christ, we can do all things. Yeah,
0: yeah, amen. It's so interesting when we talk about this purifying thing, because I think about all the snow Mm -hmm. that we've been experiencing, and there's something almost like purifying about Mm -hmm. this concept of this snow that's out there. And even though the streets are a little disastrous to be driving on right now, there is that when that snow is coming down, it's mm-hmm. it's I don't know why for me it's very metaphoric and it's almost mm-hmm. there can be an analogy that even goes with it. But as I think about this winter festival, that's something that always comes up for me. Now I'm very aware that where Jesus and where we're we're talking about, they probably weren't experiencing. Blizzards and snowstorms. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> now, dust might have been another conversation, right? Yes. But I don't think that the dust was necessarily the purifying piece. But one of the things that, um, as you're talking about this, that I love that you're bringing up is God will show you what's getting in the way. That's right. If you ask Him, He'll show you the videos. He'll show you the books, right? Mm -hmm. He'll even take you through your closet and show you what clothes he does not think are working anymore.
1: Yes, or any pictures on the wall that maybe you purchased from another country that does not delight the Lord or glorify Him. Yep, get rid of them. I remember an incident right after I... Uh, became a committed Christian is um, I had this one lamp and it was a dragon on it and Holy Spirit showed me that lamp has to go Mm. and all my love letters Wow from my my former or my hubby (laughs) but uh, he said Mm -mm, that doesn't bring glory to me, any of that. So I went and burned the love letters and completely smashed to pieces that lamp with the dragon on it. All right.
0: Jill, we're going to have to take a quick break, but we're going to come back. We're going to talk more about purifying. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about rededicating. When we come back, we're going to take a brief pause to chat with our sponsors and hear about them. We're talking with Jill Torgerson. We're talking all about the Festival of Winter. We'll be back, friends. This is Deb McGregor, Live Joy, Share Joy.
2: When it comes to planning for your future, you want an advisor who understands your Christian values. Ameriprise Financial Advisors Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson offer financial planning based on biblical principles. They can help you plan for your goals in a way that is consistent with your faith. Call Gina Ripkema, Shelley Loff, and Donna Gunderson today. Office is located downtown Bemidji at 122 3rd Street Northwest or at 1202 1st Street East in Park Rapids. Ameriprise Financial offers financial services. Services without regard to religious affiliation or cultural background. Investment advisory products and services are made available through ARISE Financial Group, a division of Ameriprise Financial Services Inc., a registered investment advisor.
0: This is Deb McGregor of Live Joy Share Joy. I am always looking for guests who may be interested in joining me for our program. If you or someone you know has a testimony of how God is working in his or her life, I'd love to hear from you. I have an interest form on my website at lightfulofjoy.com that you can fill out and submit to me. We are often booking shows out two to three months in advance, so please be patient as we go through our interest forms.
2: Shine. Realtors Noemi and Harry Aylesworth are happy to share they are now affiliated with Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice, serving all of your real estate needs in Bemidji, Bagley, Black Duck, Cass Lake, and surrounding communities. They are dedicated to finding you the home you deserve. Whether you're selling or buying property, they will serve you with honesty and integrity. You can expect a better real estate experience. Life takes you many places. Let Team Aylesworth, Noemi and Harry of Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate First Choice take you home.
0: This is Deb McGregor. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to renew humanity? I believe it starts with each one of us and involves topics like our identity in Jesus Christ, the journey of our soul, and living with purpose and intention. I've created a special three-month program titled Humanity Renewed, and it will be starting February 7th. This program involves group coaching, special guest presenters, one on one coaching with me, weekly text messages, and of course, joy mail. Don't miss this unique opportunity to be a part of my next group program. More details can be found at debmcgregor.com. This is Deb McGregor, Live Joy, Share Joy. We are speaking with Jill Torgerson, and we are speaking all about the Winter Festival of Dedication and Renewal. Jill, going into the break, we were talking about purifying and rededicating to the Lord. Let's talk a little bit about this rededication. It's, it kind of, in a way, reminds me of New Year's resolutions. <laughs> like, we have a lot of people that make New Year's resolutions, and then three weeks later, it's done. When we rededicate our lives to the Lord, how can we make that different? What, what will make it stick a little bit more for us?
1: Well, having that vision of Jesus before us is always, it's not what we want, it's what He wants. And even we might rededicate ourselves every single day.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: But what do you want for me to do today that I might serve you, glorify you, and do your work upon this world, Mm. in this world with those hands and feet and mouth you've given us, Father, I dedicate myself to you this day mm. for your way and your purposes. I just did that this morning, again before I came here, that very same words as I was praising him.
0: Mm. <clears throat> I love that. And I love that you're talking about every day, mm-hmm. because this is what makes it different. When we do dedicate every single day to the Lord, it keeps it fresh. It keeps mm-hmm. it alive. It's right in front of us. And the more we seek the heart of Jesus and do that daily, we can't help but change, can we?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> it just no. is. <laughs> Absolutely. We change from glory unto glory as we yeah. behold his face. Yes.
0: Amen. I mm. love this. I love this. So one of the things that uh, you had shared with me as you were talking about this winter festival is the concept of Jesus declaring himself as Messiah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's talk about that because this feels so powerful to me.
1: Well, I think in those days, a lot of people didn't understand what Messiah meant and why he needed to come and what was God's plan for them. Um, they, just, they just saw him as just a, a person, a good person walking amongst them, being their teacher. And so he had to teach them about his being the Messiah. But he said, okay, this is how you know that I'm your Messiah, Do you hear my voice? And this comes from the scripture there in John 10. Uh, Do you hear my voice? My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. These other ones do not hear my voice. They are not of my sheepfold. Mm. Well, that's kind of a startling (laughs) piece there. But he does make a distinction about hearing his voice. Oh, maybe some people feel like, I don't know that I've ever heard his voice. Mm. Well, he has different ways of of speaking to us, it can be through impressions or intuition, it can be through the word, of course. Um, it can be visions and dreams, many different ways that he will speak to us. And then, after he speaks to us, to follow him. Well, that's the thing we have to ask. How do I do that? How do I follow you? what Where do you want me to go with you? you never know. It's an adventure. <laughs>
0: It's always an adventure, (laughs) but we can trust in him as long as it's, I always say, as long as it's anointed and ordained by him and he has asked you to do it. Mm. This is one thing, Jill, that I think is really important is that discernment. Mm -hmm. And I do think that that's a big piece, because one of the things that sometimes people say, oh, I just know I'm supposed to go do this. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, is this landing with the word? And is this landing with and I, and I'm, you know, inviting them, have you prayed into the scripture on this? Have you met with a spiritual director or a a confidant who is spiritually Mm -hmm. grounded? And uh, because that discernment piece, I I pray for more discernment every single day. And Mm -hmm. that is for me, that has really helped me stay in touch with the voice of the Lord.
1: Absolutely. And then, of course, after we do hear his voice and we embark on following him, we come to realize we can't do it by ourselves, Mm -hmm. on ourselves, on our own, no matter how much we have a, a mind to do it and know the scriptures. He says, and this was part of the festival of the oil.
2: Mm. The
1: oil that didn't run out, that's the miraculous part. And he said, I will do healings and miracles amongst you, but you need the oil. And I promise you, it's never going to run out. But the oil is symbolic of the Holy Spirit, mm. of course. And we need the Holy Spirit in us and through us and working every single day to fulfill that ability to follow him and to do that work he's called us to do, whatever it might be.
0: Mm. Amen. Amen. So I'm so glad, of course, you bring up the Holy Spirit, because this Mm -hmm. is one of our favorite topics. Mm -hmm. You do a lot of work with the GLOW, which, of course, is very centered on the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. and and working in, in, in lives every single day. Talk to me about, for you... When did you know you had like the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Like, Did someone pray for you? Did you just all of a sudden have it? Because this is a question I get from people a lot. They'll say, well, I gave my life to the Lord.
1: What is this Holy Spirit thing everybody's talking about? Well, I had been a a Christian for many, many years, but I knew that uh, something was missing. And so the Lord brought my cousin away from Oregon, who explained it to me. And because it was pretty new in our parts in the 70s. And uh, so um, she explained to me what all this was. And she told me, you can have it right now if you want to. And stubborn me. I said, no, I'll do it in my own timing, my own way. And so a couple months later, as I was praying, the Holy Spirit just poured his oil over me. And um, it was like that liquid love. And I just... I was a changed person from that. Mm-hmm. Not that salvation isn't the door, boy. We, you know, we need to walk through that door. But then we need the empowerment of the Holy Spirit that we might be witnesses to of of Him to others, and even as a witness to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Christ witnesses to us all the time through His Holy Spirit. So the baptism of the Holy Spirit is an awesome thing. Along with that comes the gifts of the Holy Spirit, which. He gives them severally to people as He wills. Yes, amen. And um, I didn't receive the gift of speaking in tongues um, for my prayer language for two more months. And I asked for it and asked for it, and one day it just came. And uh, I've been doing it ever since, and this over 50 years now. Yeah, it never, And it just never runs dry.
0: Yes, amen. I love this. And I love that you're bringing this up because... As you mentioned, the salvation is the doorway. Mm -hmm. There's so much more. And I know we had run a couple of programs uh, a little bit ago, and we talked about, you know, John the Baptist talks about Jesus coming greater than I. Then the Lord says, uh, no, the Holy Spirit's coming greater, right? There's this greater Mm -hmm. thing coming. And I feel like we sometimes miss that piece of it. And Mm -hmm. yet it's profound. It's a huge, like it's a huge piece of scripture. Mm -hmm. Like Acts is one of my favorite books in the Bible. And one of the things that I often invite people to is if we don't have that baptism, the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Spirit working within us, we are completely missing a piece of the plan Mm -hmm. that God has for us. Mm -hmm. And so if you're listening right now and you do not have that piece of it, like now is the time
1: (laughs) to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just, the the night it happened to me, I just lifted up my hands, and I just said, not my will, but yours be done, O Father. And uh, I just said, I'm ready to receive this in its entirety. And that's when it came. I want to emphasize, though, that he wants us to ask. Mm. He wants us to want him. Mm, Yeah. He responds to that. Yes. That And it becomes almost a, a... like a, a love affair, yeah. and that love keeps increasing, and that love also is like that word liquid. It's moving and it's alive, and it, um, it and it never it never goes out. Mm. That was a part of the festival too. The the miracle was that um, it was for eight days. Eight means new beginnings, new creation, new ways, abundance, brighter light. I mean, it's he has all of it for us.
0: I love this. Oh, my gosh. What else have we not shared about this festival that needs to be shared with everyone?
1: Well, again, I want to just say that I think we're all looking for, God, what's in our future? Mm-hmm. What? Uh, how am I going to do it? We hear about all these storms and hurricanes and um, everything. And yet he says that come and take of my peace, my peace I give to you. Mm-hmm. And even in the midst of a storm, what seems like it could be a financial storm or a physical storm, and healing, You know, I am your peace, which passes all understanding. And the, so that is an important thing, and you know that's one of the uh, the armor, the pieces of the armor that we put on every day is to shod our feet with the gospel shoes of peace. Mm-hmm. And so that means as we're moving around in this world, God wants us to be sharing and moving in His peace. Mm,
0: Absolutely. I I love that you're bringing that up, because it is a peace that passes all understanding. And when we can be in that peace, Mm -hmm. it really also, I think, makes us more open to what God wants to do in our lives.
2: Mm -hmm. So
1: speaking of the what's next, what's next for a retired pastor? Well, I've been doing a lot of pulpit supply as there is a shortage of pastors in our areas, um, fewer people going into it, and for various reasons um, that I don't want to discuss right now. But it also gives an opportunity for lay people to step forward, mm-hmm. and we need to hear from the lay people too, mm-hmm. and they have so much to give, and this is these are opportunities for them to come forth as well, so that. Uh, other things than that, I, I do. I'm taking care of a handicapped husband. That was my first assignment. Second assignment that he gave me when was uh, working with glow again, and uh, I I still want to travel more, <laughs> as the Lord wills. After you know, been to many countries, but um, I, I have um, a terrific desire to go to my to Norway because Aww. Norway needs the Lord very much. And so he's put that on my heart to go to Norway next. How and when, I don't know yet, but he'll make a way.
0: He will make a way. I Mm -hmm. I definitely know that for Mm -hmm. sure. Well, Jill, we have definitely covered the three main components today of this Winter Festival of Dedication and Renewal. Mm -hmm. Remembering it's a time to remember God's deliverance for his people. Jesus declares himself as Messiah, and we can ask ourselves, is he my Messiah? And that this festival is a time of rededication and cleansing of the temple, mm-hmm. which is us.
1: It's it's within us. It's mm-hmm. within us
0: every day. Jill, thanks so much for joining us. This has been an amazing conversation. I've enjoyed it as well. Thank you so much, and I wish you the best as you continue discerning. And I'm praying for Norway and uh, Norway, Norway. God knows the desire of your heart. I yes. know that, and you are willing. Uh, I know that I'm willing. for sure. Friends, we want to thank you so much for tuning in today. It has been an incredible conversation with Jill as we have talked about the Winter Festival of Dedication and Renewal. We want to thank you for tuning in. We want to thank Philip Elke for engineering today's program. And we want to remind you to live, share, and lead with joy. This is Deb McGregor. Have a great day, friends.